Here in mid-August, we are full in summer mode in Seattle, enjoying a little light rain and a few cooler days to break up a long stretch of warm, dry weather. Kids and parents, too, savoring the last few weeks before school starts. Home and yard projects abound. Reunions with family and friends after long separations. Maybe a trip, a long planned and anticipated trip. Life feels like it is returning to a level of typical. Perhaps not all that it was pre-pandemic, but some things are more usual than they were last summer. Many of us are taking a slow and measured approach to resuming our typical activities. One thing we learned from 18 months of pandemic life is to check in with ourselves about how we're feeling. Are we feeling anxious, sad, angry, overwhelmed, depressed? What about joyful, peaceful? inspired or energized. Spending months without much social interaction can have the effect of making one very aware of one's feelings. I mean, what else was there to think about? And when we did start interacting with people outside our household again, if we had the luxury of some isolation during the pandemic, we paid more attention to our feelings in social situations. Public health officials gave us permission to not do things that put us at risk or made us feel uncomfortable. We remembered something from our childhood, how to try something and see if we could tolerate the level of discomfort or if it wasn't time to do that thing yet. Pandemic living also taught us that just staying alive being alive is sometimes the most important thing we can do. Tending to our basic needs for life, like eating and drinking, sleep, mental and physical health, exercise, loving and nurturing relationships. Life and health are not things to be taken for granted. With all these learnings, we bring them with us as we come forward into this next phase of post-pandemic life. We remember that it's okay to pause the things that suck the life out of us, to give more attention and energy to things that are life-giving, and that it is then worth asking ourselves why we feel obligated to do the things that exhaust us and diminish our lives. Must we accomplish all those things? to be all that God creates us to be? Through Jesus, God invites us to be our fullest, healthiest, at-peace selves, not pushed to some impossible idea of perfection determined by this world's competition for power. Jesus, God, invites us just to be, to live, as God created us, nothing less and nothing more, imperfect by the world's standards and complete and wholly beautiful in God's eye, not striving to be something other than we are.
in these last few weeks of summer, before the busyness of fall sets in, I invite us all to an extra pause, to reflect on life and health and God, to ask ourselves what things we most love to do and what makes those things life-giving for us, to wonder what life-draining tasks or relationships we could choose not to resume post-pandemic. I invite us to talk with God and a trusted friend or two about how we can do more of what we love. And then make a plan to do just one thing this fall that gives us joy and shares God's grace and love. As we head into this fall, our Trinity community will be doing some of this very same work, thinking and talking about what brings us joy, what we love to do that meets the world's needs, and how we live into our deepest joy. This is the work of interim time, the transition between permanent clergy. In a few weeks, on August 22nd, we will hold a farewell event for Father Jeff Gill, who retired last summer in the midst of the pandemic. We will gather as a community to celebrate his ministry and his retirement. And because not everyone will be comfortable or able to join us in person, there will be a way to participate via Zoom, as well as in person. In mid-September, we will hold Trinity together, an all-congregation event, again a mix of in-person and Zoom, to tell stories about our best experiences of Trinity. And from those stories, we will glean the core values of our community and imagine our future together. The success of Trinity Together depends on every one of us bringing our individual story to the bigger story of Trinity. That's a good image for being part of community, that our individual stories weave together into the bigger story of a community. The pandemic gifted us with a big pause moment to practice knowing ourselves, making daily choices for things that are life-giving for ourselves and for those around us. As we take a deep breath and prepare to unpause, we can be intentional about which things we have energy to resume and which life-depleting things to leave fallow. God loves us just as God created us. We are marvelous, beautiful, and holy, and God desires for us to be whole, rested, joy-filled. As we come to God's holy table in a few minutes, may the love and life of Jesus fill us with contentment and remind us that we are enough. And may God's Spirit fill us with hope and grace to share with the world. Amen.